the founder of In Good Clean Taste. I am dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs design a healthy lifestyle by incorporating healthy, delicious tools, tips, and resources that empower their inner and outer game. Every episode, my featured guest and I share our healthy, delicious lifestyle journey on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Hello and welcome to Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine. Today's show topic is how to unmask the truth, lab reviews, gaslighting, and optimal health with marketing guru, Mary Barnett. And if you're enjoying the content, please remember to like and subscribe. I am content creator and functional medicine practitioner, Claudine Francois. And if your health is suffering and you have run all the tests only to be told everything's normal, I would like to be of service. Women are getting incredible insights out of the complimentary sessions. I am offering for a limited time to decode those lab results and show you what you can do to take action. So get the link in the scroll or grab it in the comments. Now let's get to today's show. I'm super excited to bring up to today's guest. She is an absolute gem. I know you're going to love her. So let me tell you a little bit about her before we bring her up from the green room. Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary in the industry, is a digital marketing expert. In 1988, she started a certified small and woman-owned boutique marketing firm called Another Brilliant Idea, Inc. Besides sharing brilliant ideas, she helps people recognize and clarify their brilliance so they get paid more for what they provide and gives them a roadmap to easily promote it everywhere effectively. All right, let us bring us up this powerhouse from the green room, Mary Barnett. Welcome, welcome. Hey, girl. Hi, so good of you to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun to be on this side of of the the table. (laughs) That's right, y'all. Mary has her own show as well. So today I get to interview her. (laughs) Just hang back and answer questions. I feel like a celebrity, my goodness. Oh, we have so many amazing things to cover. I want to get right to it by asking you, what does a healthy, delicious lifestyle mean to you? Well, thanks to you, I'm on my way, uh, journey to have a healthy and delicious lifestyle. Um, for years, I um, have always just kind of gone along and done what's ever easy um, and didn't really get great results. And um, I think as as we talked about off screen, um, I'm looking forward to a healthy, delicious lifestyle where I wake up without pain, um, where I don't feel bloated and gassy, that I have lots of energy and um, I truly feel like I have a purpose on this planet and I want to make sure to, you know, end strong. And so I want to, I'm not going to ending soon or anything, but I just feel like if I was at my optimum health, then I could do so much more in the day and not get so tired. And um, so I'm I'm getting your help. And that's what this show's all about is I am one of her happy, wonderful, <laughs> de- delightfully happy clients. So yay. And you are a delightfully happy client. And yes, uh, there is nothing worse than wanting to be productive, than wanting to be active and wanting to have energy and just not. And right. you, like so many of the clients that I work with, our go-getters, we're like, we're get it done type of people. We're not the kind of people who just want to sit around on the couch and eat bonbons all day 
I mean, maybe we want to eat bonbons, but we're certainly not going to sit on the couch all day. We're going to eat them on the road or right. on the go. <laughs> um, and so it's really, really hard when you're used to doing all the time. Yes. It's hard to realize your body is tired of the doing and needs support so that you can continue doing. So Amen. thank you for being here and sharing your experience. Because I know people are going to really get a lot of insights out of what you've gone through. What you have gone through is kind of off the charts, right? Like it is, if you were to tell people what you have been through, they probably are going to be like, is she kidding? Like that's, how is that even real? Is that real? So we're going to get into it. And I want to start by talking about your first tip, which is be your own advocate and how you got to this point. What made you decide that you needed to be your own advocate? Well, as I was telling you earlier, um, I don't, I don't know, but if your listeners are like me, you know, we always thought we always knew more than our parents, right? Like, you know, oh, look at that. And now that my kids are the age that I would, I'm referencing now, I'm like, you're not the boss of me. Don't tell me what to do. And I remember thinking these things of my mom, and I'm sure she was thinking the same thing. So my mom, um, uh, 15, oh, 18 years ago was diagnosed with cancer, but six months before that, um, she and my, I was telling the story that, um, she and my father had, um, some body scans done just because my mom had some health issues on and off. And, um, I remember I was, you know, the big CNA in the family, the certified nurse's assistant. So I must know everything. My dad showed me these scans and I was like, how come mom has more, um, bubbles in her stomach than you? <laughs> like, uh, are those more organs? I said, how can you just more organs? Look at all those bubbles. And he said, oh, well, I'm sure the doctor will tell us. And I'm like, oh, okay, because he goes, but she's a girl. The girls have more stuff in there. And I said, well, actually, mom had a hysterectomy when I was 10. So she doesn't have, let me go this way. Um, she doesn't have all her parts. So that so that's can't be true. I will look forward to seeing what hearing what the doctor said. And so I was always like, you know, ask questions, mom, you know, be your own advocate. I remember, you know, coming to your question. But my mom didn't. She just bowed down to the God of the doctor, whatever they say, whatever they say. And she had gotten to all this medical trouble. And it was culminating to this moment when I just knew something was wrong. And six months later, um, they found she had cancer. And um, when we asked the doctor about the scans, he goes, oh, you know what? I don't think I ever looked at those charts. And I'm like, I said, mom, didn't you ask the doctor? Didn't you ask? You know, so I was like, well, I just did what the doctor said. I'm like, Okay, so here I was making fun of my mom, not making fun like neener, 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 like nothing like that. I was just like frustrated that my mom wasn't taking her own health into her hands. And fast forward 18 years later, this summer, I just went through something that was completely unnecessary. I realize I'm a little bit high there. Completely unnecessary because I let my doctor bully me into it. And I wasn't being my own advocate. I was just following along because the doctor was like, oh my gosh, look at all these things. Look at all these things. You have things growing in you. We have to get in there. You have these, you know, he, she didn't use the word tumor. She used the word cyst, but we literally saw something on the screen together. And when she went in and laparoscopically, they couldn't find it and it was gone. But the whole way she got me to agree to that surgery is she had said that a CT scan two months earlier showed that I had a three centimeter cyst. And in May it was five centimeters so, oh my gosh, Mary, like putting the fear of God in me, like, oh my gosh, Mary, you need to get this out right away. And this is why you're having all these other issues. You're bloating and you're 
cramps and you're rolling things in your stomach and all these other funky things, right? Um, she was like, this is probably the answer, but they never, she never would say it was. She goes, oh, well, well, I think it would be, well, it possibly could be, but we were trying, you know, there's a word called medical practice for a reason, right? They're practicing on you. They're practicing on me. Anyways, but literally I was like, okay. And I fell right into the same trap my mother did that I was totally frustrated with her. I was like, okay, okay. And she pushed me into the surgery and she literally used the word, wow, we were bamboozled. You were bamboozled? She goes, yeah, in my 20 years of surgery, I've never seen a case like yours. We thought for sure you had stage four endometriosis. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We cut apart all your organs. We looked at all this stuff. You took pictures and showed me. I have them all documented. She's like, oh, and I said, well, you know, in March, when you said I had a three-centimeter cyst, I remember another doctor telling me I had a three-centimeter gallstone. But you said it was a cyst on my rectum and then a five center. And I said, but the, the the hospital test that I got back shows that I had a five centimeter cyst 15 years ago when I had my hysterectomy. But I didn't see that because I didn't have access to my records, which we all have, by the way. It, if we ask for them, we can get them. They're like five million pages long, but you can go through them and read them. Again, if you're your own advocate... Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm I'm spinning lots of stories together, <laughs> and I apologize, Claudine. You want me to go down one path, and I went down fifteen. But um, <laughs> but the the thing is, is like I instead of stopping and like assessing, I had been to so many doctors. And I was just so tired. Fine, if this is going to be the solution, let's just do it. And I spent. I mean, thank praise God, I have insurance. I've been spent eight thousand dollars to find out that there mm. that wasn't a solution. So they just opened me up, put me under anesthesia, gave me tons of drugs, which, you know, as you would tell me as my functional healthcare practitioner, it's horrible on your body. It slows everything down, messes everything up. And I had to do that twice. I even had a melanoma thing this summer. Like, really? Do I have to be cut open again? Like, I'm, and now I literally have these doctors coming after me right now, Claudine. Oh, we need you to go into some special tests, going to go in. And, and I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, they're hounding me. Like I, I have like a sucker sticker written on my forehead or something. They're like, Ooh, she's an open pocket. We can get more out of her. Like, no, thank you. You know, I'm like, anyways, <laughs> sorry. I went down. Totally. Yeah. Well, your story is really interesting because, you know, a lot of women that I talk to, they use the term gaslighting because they say, Oh, the doctor didn't listen to me. He just said me he or she just said nothing was wrong. In your case, it was the opposite. They were finding things that weren't really there and having you go through really painful surgeries from which it took you months to recover. And it's not like you work at a corporate office where they're going to give you a bunch of sick leave. You are your own boss. You have your own business. So when you're not working, you are literally not making money. You're not helping your clients. And not to mention the whole it really sucks having to uh, recover from surgery. Yeah, recovery sucks. 
It's just recovery it's just, bites. I'm because <laughs> like you're helping me with you know learning how to you know release and relax and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm not really good at that. Like that's not a gift that I was given. Um, and I truly believe like back in 2008, when I had the surgery, the reason I had surgery in 2008 is they thought I had uterus cancer or uterine cancer, whatever they call it. And when they went in, they couldn't find it. Right. And I'm a believer. So I was like, okay, well, I guess God healed me. I mean, literally the night before my surgery, I was prayed over. I felt this warm swirly in my stomach and it literally fell off my shoulders. I'm like, that was weird. And then the next morning when they said I had like stage four uterus cancer, like my numbers were off the charts. They saw the cyst. I mean, I had this big of cysts on my ovaries and they're like, oh my gosh, you have uterus. I mean, I wrote goodbye letters to my children. Like I literally stayed up all night sobbing, writing letters like on your wedding day. And I want you to get an education. Like I did the whole thing. Right. And it, they were like, this is weird. We don't know what happened. I'm like, well, I guess God healed me, which of course they made fun of. Oh, silly lady. How is that possible? I'm like, you know, it happens. Red Sea, remember, manna from heaven, all the things. And so this time when they went in, they said, we're bamboozled. I'm like, well, I saw the cyst. They go, yeah, we did too. And that's why it's weird. I said, well, maybe, you know, he did it 15 years ago. I guess he did it again. They're like, who did? I said, I think, I think maybe God healed me from the, whatever the cyst was. I don't know what else is going on. You're helping me with that. But it's like, they looked at me like I was nuts. And I'm like, okay, you can believe what you want to believe. I choose to believe what I believe. But it's like, there's no other explanation to me. And so mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we're given the gift, like you're given the gift of um, intuition and you have the knowledge from your certification that's going to help so many women get their junk in order. <laughs> like, because it's true, like I sent you my labs. I think I, I have the distinction of being the first to send you my labs. I was so That's excited. true. You were my first. Um, but I just, we talked about gaslighting because they don't explain what they, I mean, it's all gobbledygook. I'm, and I was a certified nurse, so I keep using that, but like, I have a little teeny bit of medical knowledge enough to get me in trouble, but it's still completely foreign to me. And when I send it to you and you're like, oh, this and this and this, and you're reading it, I was like, really? <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, you should follow up and get one of these tests and one of these tests. And then we could tell this. And then this. it was like, you were, you were like house from that TV show. <laughs> The doctor? <laughs> yeah, he's like a detective doctor or something. Mm -hmm. And and like you were like, oh yeah. And then we could tell this and oh, because you have this, it means this and this. I was like, oh. And so like you are a godsend. Like you're literally like mm -hmm. can like um what's his name? Sherlock Holmes. Like you're <laughs> able to like pull through and see all the matrix and see how everything fits together. And so I'm so grateful that I have mm -hmm. someone that can help me be my own advocate because. That's the thing. We're all alone out there. They're literally, I mean, they're the doctors in Western medicine. They're trained by the pharmaceutical companies, you know, and you go to a surgeon, they only knows how to cut. You go to a doctor, he only knows how to prescribe medicine. They're not trained in anything else. God love them, you know, and, but okay. I'll let you ask me the questions. I'm just rambling, but ask me about the GI guy. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say that I'm really sorry that this happened to you because Thanks. just to recap, in 2008, you had a hysterectomy, correct? Yes. 
where they took out all your lady parts because they said you had what is it, endometriosis endometriosis well, in the history no, they didn't know what they oh the only test came back is that i had uterine cancer okay so you they said you had uterine cancer they took it all out and then come to find out there was no cancer no and they labeled it endometriosis even though i never had any period painful periods or had pre problems getting pregnant and the i had the same OBGYN for 20 years so she never saw anything until they opened me up and she was like, oh, well, I guess it's endometriosis. I'm like, you guess. So the full hysterectomy <laughs> where they found nothing. Yeah. And then the whole surgery that you had this year with the cyst issue that really wasn't a cyst, that maybe she was just seeing your gallbladder stone instead on the screen. Oops. I mean, those are close enough together, right? Yeah, um, sure. And then followed up with the melanoma. And it's like, you've been after thing, after thing, after thing. And it's interesting because when you were saying about the lab reviews, what I'm looking at is these are like pieces of a puzzle and I'm trying to get a full picture, right? But each doctor you're going to, they are only looking at one piece of the puzzle and they're not interested in the rest of the pieces. They don't care how they fit together. They're like, this is my piece. I'm only looking at this piece. You want to see another piece? You go to this other person. And you know this because you have been sent to this person and this person and this person. So I want to talk- doctors, Claudine. How many? I have like 10 and they don't talk to each other and they don't like even, they don't even respect each other's like, oh, pff. like they put each other down like, oh, or I don't even, I don't deal with that. Oh, I don't believe that's true. Like the GI guy. I, I Yeah. So this oh. is going to be, this will be setting you up for the GI guy, which is oh. your next tip. Keep asking questions as curiosity is the key to understanding. Oh, please tell us what happened when you asked this GI doctor your questions. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think a GI doctor who specializes in your GI, which is gastrointestinal, right? Mm -hmm. Would know what a gastrointestinal map is, like something that maps out your body. And I was on this telemedicine call with this guy and I literally was trying to record it because he was so ridiculous. I thought it'd be hysterical. I wanted to show it, basically give it to you, but I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to. So I remember I kept asking him and I was trying to be respectful so he didn't get mad and hang up on me, but I'm like, so, so, so if I'm having these issues, so I listed all the, and I went to him originally, by the way, he referred me to this doctor. Another doctor referred me to this doctor. This doctor referred me to, they literally kept pawning me off on other people. Like it's not my problem. Right. Just like in school, when there's a troubled child, they push them off to the next grade and next grade. And then all of a sudden they're a junior in high school and they don't even know how to read because everybody's been passing them along. It's like, what? Anyways. So I've been passed along. So I went back to the original guy and I said, by the way, you're where it all started. And I, I was trying to be nice. I was like, so I really appreciate you, you know, understanding my journey, blah, blah, blah. So I was telling him or whatever. I literally think he, he zoned out at one point because I finally was like, so what do you think? And he's like, well, uh, well, have you talked to the, I said, I told you I already went to that doctor. And anyway, so I said, well, I think that the solution could be like, I've heard there's something called leaky gut. And he goes, uh, I'm like, eh, what does that mean? And he's like, well, that, I mean, that's all the rage. Everybody's talking about leaky gut, but it doesn't really exist. And I said, oh, I said, well, I was just going to ask you what you thought it was. And he's like, it's ridiculous. It's nothing. And, and I said, well, I, you know, I, I think there's ways that your body like metabolizes food. I was like trying to give him some of the stuff you had told me. Right. And he was like, and I said, well, okay, so let's put that aside. He go, and I said, so you don't recommend GI maps? He goes, I don't think they're valid. I don't think there's any, there's no validity to them. They don't tell us anything. I said, so you have heard of one? 
He goes, well, you know, people will talk there, ask about or whatever. I said, so what is your solution to the issues I've been talking about? And he goes, a laxative regimen. And I said, a laxative regimen. And I said, like a pharmaceutical drug to make me go potty. And he goes, yeah. I said, so that's the solution, just masking it to just poop, just pooping everything out. That's all. That's what you suggest I do. And he goes, well, that's what, that's what I, I'm like, so you want to give me a pill and to mask all the symptoms. Don't you want to get to the symptoms to make me better? So I don't need the medicine. He goes, what? Like he literally thought I was talking the way he was talking to me. I was like, I was an idiot. I was like, I'm like, well, I would really like to like learn to eat the right way, take the right vitamins and minerals. So my, my gut is happy. So it does all the things like it was designed to do, but you just want me to take a pill. And I said, don't you think that's going to be bad in the long run? Oh no, no, no. That's just the way we do it. That's the way we do it. And blah, blah, blah. anyways, and then he goes, Oh, that, and then he said, oh, I want you to go, you seem to have a special case. I'd like you to go to a um, integrated health professional at UCI, which is a local, the hospital that I had my melanoma mm -hmm. surgery. And I was like, well, that sounds good, right? Integrated health, whatever. And he goes, yeah, the doctor's name is whatever, John Smith, whatever his name was. Mm -hmm. And I, But I remember because it was a very unique name. And so he says, yeah, I'm going to have you go talk to this guy or whatever. And he's more academic. So I think you're more of a, a study to figure out what, and I'm like, okay. And he goes, and then I think I'm going to send you to, to Corona hospital. They have this special machine that's going to test whatever, whatever. Okay. Long story short, his, in his, his nurse calls me the next day. Hey, I'm just following up on your conversation with the doctor. He didn't really like put all his notes in here. It's kind of sketchy. I'm like, and I said, she says, so he referred you to a doctor at UCI. I said, oh yes, it was John Smith, whatever the name. And she goes, oh, John Smith, he's a GI guy. I said, well, he said he was an integrated health doctor. No, he's not that. I'm like, so you know this guy and you know his name and you know he works at UCI and you're saying he's a completely different doctor? He goes, she goes, yeah. And and then she goes, and I don't know why he told you to go to the hospital for this test. That hospital doesn't even have that machine. And, and I'm like- all he had to do was get a simple stool sample from that GI test, which would give 85 markers of your gut health. Only one of which, by the way, is the leaky gut marker. And that's only if you add it on to get, but then he wouldn't have known what to do with it. Right. Right. And I even said, well, I do know that there's a GI map and I do think it's valuable. And I do have a functional health pr pr practitioner that said, if I can just get a GI map, then she could read it. He goes, well, the problem is if I have, if I've given you the permission or recommendation to get this test, I'm responsible for reading it and I wouldn't know how to read it. And I said, well, that's telling. Oh, I appreciate your honesty. I said, <laughs> and so he says, a GI so I, doctor who doesn't know how to read a GI map. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, I, I appreciate it anyways, but literally I think I'm on speed dial from the new hospital that has this machine that they want to put me on, which by the way is is um they inject you with radioactive material to re to get a full scan of they want to take out my mm -hmm. gallbladder is what they want to do and um they want to do and i'm like they're like yeah you have to go into the special radiology thing and sign off that you're getting radioactive and i'm like <laughs> i think i'm going to use a stone breaker <laughs> i've heard from a, somebody really really smart that the stone breaker <laughs> thing will help me. So I think I'm going to go down that road. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, because they were telling you to take more calcium, which your body wasn't absorbing, and it was turning it into a gallstone. So the idea is not to give your body too much bioavailable calcium and to break down the calcium that's already turned into something problematic in your body. And that really brings us <laughs> into our next point, which is don't wait, catch pre-disease markers before it's too late. Because on the lab reviews, like the one you and I did together, I am looking at functional ranges. What is a functional range? It means this is where you want to be. Not the lab ranges, which are really wide, and they're designed to only be used to the point where they can diagnose you with something. But if you're not within the functional range, we have this window of opportunity to actually reverse symptoms and help you feel better. So if you're if you send, if, if anyone sends me their labs, and by the way, I'll just put the link in here again. If you want to send me your labs for this, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do this for free, y'all, because it takes a lot of my time. I love doing it. Um, but when they, I look at the labs, I'm able to see, okay, we're in early hypothyroidism, or I can see that there are several markers within your labs that are pointing to digestion issues, you know, which can point to a lot of things. It can point to gut bugs. It can point to other gut dysfunction. Um, we can see hormone issues pop up. Like there are so many things that we can see in your labs that the doctors are not telling you because they're not looking at these markers. Right. And like you said, they're only looking for, it's testing all sick people. So when you're in the range that they're saying is okay, it's because you're okay among sick people. Yeah. The lab range is an average. <laughs> Of the people taking the test. Yeah. I don't want to be the average of all the sick people in the world. I, <laughs> I want to be what's best for me. And so when you were showing me, I mean, it was, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was a little depressing. You know, I, we got the, it was a hair tissue mineral analysis, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, and you said I have the slowest metabolism on the face of the planet. I did not use those words. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking creative license. Yes. <laughs> Um, and so you, and it was, she was so sweet. So, you got, so whoever is going to take advantage of this amazingly generous offer, I hope you do. She records herself in a loom reading your labs and saying, oh, this is the, the you know, and she's reading it and it's like, wham, 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 wham. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you've been doing such a good girl taking that vitamin D3 and calcium that your doctor told you to take. Oh, but it's been building up this calcium wall that's not allowing your body to synthesize these these nutrients. So all the food you're spending so much money on, the healthy food, is basically not being broken down correctly, not being absorbed in your body correctly, and it's literally causing you to have gallstones. Like it's actually building them up in it. So you're, I mean, so actually everything I've been doing, thinking I'm being a good girl and doing everything right, mm -hmm. is actually been hurting me. Are you? it's just so frustrated that I've been dealing with it. So, and I literally have had this like bubble. Yes, I'm overweight, but I've had this like bubble in my stomach that I it was like, Oh, I guess it's because when they sewed me up, I guess they shoved on. In fact, one of my guys, that GI guy, he said, Oh, the reason that you feel bloat, you look bloated or feel bloated is that when you had your last surgery, they just probably shoved all your organs in there. And when they put that sheet of mesh to sew you up because you had all those hernias, they wouldn't even get, I wouldn't even go into all that whole story. He says, they cinched you down so tight, it just squished all your organs in there. So when I went in and looked at your colon, it was very angular. And it was like, instead of being smooth, it was like, rah, 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 rah. and I was, he was telling me this and I'm like, okay. And he goes, so you need to eat a lot of fiber. I'm like, okay. And he goes, it's just, you have a really long colon. 
he used the expression long ass colon. You have a long yeah. ass colon. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but another doctor told me I had a beautiful colon, the one who I had laparoscopic surgery. I have a beautiful colon and a beautiful cervix. So they left them in me. Thank you. Congratulations. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, you could have taken out the cervix. I, I signed off on that, but sure, you could leave them there. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but it's like every single one of them, it's like they're talking gibberish. And I'm like, so Claudine, I just, I'm trying to say thank you. Thank you for helping me figure mm -hmm. out that I'm not crazy that all these things have come back. It's like, no, that's not normal. You shouldn't feel bloated. You shouldn't have weird rolling cramps in your stomach. You shouldn't have like all these weird things. But mm -hmm. see, I'm such a Pollyanna. I'm like, oh, it'll get better. Tomorrow will be a better day. Everything's great, you know. And then as I get older, it gets worse and worse and worse. So dang it, I'm stopping. I'm revert trying to reverse and do the things with your help that's going to switch it over. So you know, the next 20 or 30 years, I'll be like an energizer bunny. And I, you know, be unstoppable because I feel so great. Exactly. And you had mentioned about, um, about the minerals not getting into your, like the vitamins and nutrients not getting into your system. And so I'm having you take a high mineral salt in your water, which some people might think oh, salt, but, and I'm putting it on the screen. There's this Celtic sea salt. That's really great. And I'll link it in the show notes. But if you just put a quarter teaspoon in a really large jug of water, like Mine's almost done here, but like I'll have a couple of these a day, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oh, maybe I'll link to my jug. How's that for an idea? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you do a whole jug. You can put a quarter teaspoon of the sea salt. And I'll also do a quarter teaspoon of um, cream of tartar for the, for the potassium. We call that an adrenal cocktail, especially if you add some vitamin C. Like I love to squeeze a whole lemon in there. And that will actually help give you some energy. It helps give some love to your adrenals because we were talking about how it's hard for those of us who are kick-ass ladies who are getting it done all the time to actually, you know, do things for ourselves, right. <laughs> to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, which also reminds me, tell us about the bath salts. Yeah. Tell us, Mary. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. So Claudine recognized through my test that I am chronically stressed, which I'm like, what? Chronically stressed. Pshaw. Pshaw. I'm fine. <laughs> your, I, your bar is so high already. You're just like, I don't even notice. <laughs> it's so seriously, I don't, I mean, I, every once in a while, you know, I'm doing, working on two or three clients projects and there's deadlines and there's things going on. And then, then all of a sudden I recognize that I have a little stress going on, but on a daily basis, I'm like, eh, you know, it's like, this is just normal. I've been, running high or fast or whatever for so long that I really don't, didn't think anything was wrong. So when you were like, girl, look at these numbers, which of course I have no idea. <laughs> and you're like, look at these numbers. You are, you have chronic stress. You need to do these <laughs> things like the adrenals uh, cocktail, which is fun when you call it a cocktail. Um, but the minerals is that, um, in fact, I'm doing it tonight, taking my detox bath. And I literally put all these fun little things into a bath and I, my job, see, cause I have, if it's a task or a job, see, I can do it because I'm chronically stressed and I only know how to follow a to-do list, Claudine. I wish I got you. I got your back. Phrase <laughs> so it away to give me a, um, yeah, to do. In fact, my acupuncturist, again, another doctor, he said to me, you know, he doesn't speak, uh, 
he speaks very broken English. And I remember multiple times over the last five years when I would see him, he would put his hands on my shoulders and he would just say the word calm, calm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that word. Okay. And he was like, calm. And he would put his hands on my head and then he would like do this like thing with it to stimulate my must my brain. I don't know what he did. <laughs> anyway, after he poked me with needles. Um, but I but it was like, and he's like, and so I remember his son works for him as well. And I asked his son, because he speaks a little a better English, and I said, um, can you give me like a list of what to do to be calm? Like if I could just check it off, like, do I breathe for a certain amount of time? Do I do like, do I, <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, just be calm. I'm like, <laughs> You're all, if I could, I would, my friend. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I wish you understood that I don't know what that means. Like, if, I don't want to be stupid or anything. I just, I'm just so used to go, go, going, volunteering for everything. And I'm literally writing a book on how to release that. That is like a self-discovery journal that it's like a 31 days to go from overwhelmed to overjoyed because I'm having to live it. I'm having to, to get to the point where I can just say, no, thank you. I'm yep. going to give someone else the opportunity to volunteer for that. That is great advice. I wish I'd had that a long time ago. And yes, <laughs> right? you're there. You are a great example of my ideal client because I was the same way. And I know what it's like to be in that space. And so that's why it's really great for me to be able to help women like you, to help you, to learn what it means to be calm, to give you that checklist that you yeah. need. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally do. Like I have, I was telling her, uh, you that I was so proud. And my husband actually made this for me and I'm filling out like the things that I need to do. And then all I have to do is check it off and have that sense of calm that I have it done. Because I know like yeah. I take my adrenal cocktail, I take my vitamins. And then, you know, a couple times a week, I schedule my detox bath. And it's like, I'm actually looking forward to those things now, Take, taking my daily walk and drinking my um, protein shake with the, all the different little things I put into it. It's like, I'm, I'm, it's only been like two weeks, by the way, everyone who's watching this, like I am brand new in this. Hopefully like in a year, I look back, I'll be like this shadow of a woman, be like, you know, so zen. <laughs> and so thin I'll be like all this like I'll look like this but, but I'm just saying is like I am just at the beginning of my journey so it's kind of fun documenting this me and be, being in spaz mode to someday being in zen mode where I'm just feeling fantastic I've totally balanced I know how to be <laughs> calm I'm spending all day in the bath no I don't know <laughs> We can dream. Right? So, yeah. Mary, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey with us today. You're, because you're I hope I didn't go through too much TMI details. <laughs> I, I'm sure anyone who's been go who has gone through something is going to really appreciate this because they'll think, "Oh my gosh, it wasn't just me." Because a lot of us think, you know, what did I do wrong? When right. a lot of the times it's in the system, right? And the doctors, they, I mean, it's a money making machine. You know, they know they see so many people so many times, you know, I remember saying to my husband, gosh, I said, I had all my labs from my hospital stuff this summer to, to my primary. I sent them all. I said, I wonder why he hasn't called me. And he goes, <laughs> he just laughed. He goes, Mayor, you're just a number. The only time he's going to ever think about you is when you're in his office 
because he has so many patients. Like, why would he like be thinking, huh, I've gotten all these flops from Mary. Maybe I should give her a ringy ding and see how she's feeling today. Well, if we lived in the 1800s and it was a small cut, you know, country doctor, that would have been the case. But nowadays it's just not, I guess, not possible, even though I always have eternal hope. So I think going back to the beginning, the very first question of being your own advocate, it's up to us to ask for the help we need. Find someone who actually cares enough to, to give you the answers like you, Claudine, to, to, to be the advocate for ourselves so we can take care of ourselves so we can be there for our family. And I think that as a woman, I'll do anything for my kids. I won't do it for me, but I'll do it for my kids. So if I know that I'm going to be a healthier, happier joy-filled, relaxed lady. I'll be a better mom. I'll be a better wife. I'll be a better friend. And I think that's what we would do as in our mentality of helping others before ourselves. So, um, so until we can get that whole concept of self-love, mm-hmm. if we can think about it as being a better person for those we love, I think it might mm-hmm. be easier to, um, you know, accept the fact that we can be, we need to be our own advocates. Yeah. And having someone to help hold you accountable to being good to yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I literally am taking my vitamins because I know Cla- Claudine will be happy. I'm like, look, look, I got this. I got this. I'm, so, I'm going to take this. And you're like, good job, honey. And I'm like, yay. Got this. You That's got right. This. I'm like, little stars by my name. So, so yay. I, so Claudine, you're such a, um, a pivotal part of my new health journey. And I want to thank mm-hmm. you publicly for, um, caring enough about my health and helping me see the truth and put all the pieces together so I can feel better and do better. Oh, that's so sweet, Mary. It is my absolute pleasure. Thank you for trusting me. I know, stop it. Um, So if people want to know more about what you do in in marketing, the brilliant marketing that you do. I'm not talking about that, girl. I'm talking about you. Well, just so I'll put it in the link. You know, where can they find you? If they want this ball of crazy in their life, um, they can go to my. <laughs> my All work. these ideas just popping out. <laughs> yes, my company's name is Another Brilliant Idea because everyone needs another brilliant idea, right? Amen. Um, so they can go to anotherbrilliantidea.com and it has all the things of how I can help. And we are basically a little marketing company that gets great results. Yay. Thank you again for being here. I'm going to drop you in the green room. So grab a mocktail. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh my gosh. Was that not amazing? Such a sweetheart and such an incredible journey. I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. So thank you for joining us today. And I want you to think about how are you going to create a healthy, delicious lifestyle for you today? And until then, be sure to join me for another episode of Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central and have a healthy, delicious lifestyle. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at ingoodcleantaste.com. Be sure to join me for another episode every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on my globally recognized show, Healthy Delicious Lifestyle with Claudine.